When I'm driving in my Lincoln, the pressure begins to instantly evaporate. Experience the power of sanctuary at Lincoln.com. That's L-I-N-C-O-L-N.com. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and Patrick Kay. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. All right then, so yeah, let's do the news. Um, so uh, yeah, Polygon published a story saying uh, who won the Steam sale, as it were. Um, Counter-Strike obviously did really well, but um, just based on money alone, uh, Ark Survival Evolved um, raked in $10 million. Which is awesome. Yes. And uh, they have been... It, they've done so many updates for this game. Like, they'll release a 500 med patch every few days, just fixing shit and adding new shit. It's awesome. Really, really awesome. So oh, I need to get on that one, don't I? I hope that money is going to the devs somewhere. I saw something during the week, actually, that said it <clears throat> it, it natively supports VR. I've not, yeah. I've not had a chance to use it, because my Rift is having a bit of a... A driver quandary at the moment while I wait for Windows 10. Um, but yeah, it was on the list of it just supports VR. So, cool. worth a look, I guess. I'm assuming they fixed the frame rate issues where it would run at 15 frames a second. Certainly, when it released, it was shoddy, really shoddily slow, but it's improving <laughs> by all accounts. Cool. Well, my housemate uh, still isn't home from work tonight, but. Uh, he was playing it like when I went to bed at like past midnight. So uh, whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. And for that kind of all-encompassing, uh, you know, must-win-the-server type game, it's definitely sort of doing the job, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Witcher 2 did really well. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2, Castle Crashers. Uh, Payday 2, Dishonored. I'm not doing this in the right order. I could do. But anyway, uh, yeah, loads of people spent loads of money on the Steam sale. I think I'd, I I kind of got away fairly lightly. I don't think I cr- passed over about 30 quid, but... Uh, well, but you did, you did buy some stuff then. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. I got, like, the new Wolfenstein. Um, I got a bunch of, like, uh, sort of smaller games that I've been waiting to play. Uh, right. I got... Yeah, I got. I, so you are being hunted in the long dark. I was quite disappointed with uh, the long dark, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it oh, was. I love that game. Maybe I haven't played enough of it, but it felt really boxy. Uh, right. Maybe I need to get out and explore some more. Yeah, I'm just looking through my Steam library here, and there's just too much for me to actually notice what I bought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A wall of shame. Yeah, I. Uh, I got that. Um, uh, what Apotheon, which is like a that two D Roman looking game. Uh, 
Lovely. <laughs> Mum, get out with your filthy Belgian. <laughs> I've got that recorded, you know. I can put that. I can repeat that. Copy. Paste. Please don't. Somebody. Uh, somebody will think it was me when it was obviously you. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Obviously me. Uh, what else did I get in the Steam sale? God, I can't remember. What's the Pothian like? I've I've only played a little like bit. Jugs. Of it. I like. I wanted it because it reminded me of that bitmap game Gods. It it looked a bit oh, like yeah. that to me. Well, bitmap Brothers game. Yeah. 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 So I got that. Um, I picked. There's been some humble bundles as well recently. So I picked up that. They did like this girl uh, games for girls. Uh, I think it was girl developers. It was like a charity for that. And uh, mm. I bought Sunset because I know the developers have, have said that um, they're just giving up after this because their their sort of strange um, Mexican cleaner simulator didn't um, didn't take off in the way they thought it would. But didn't they handle that really badly? Mm, was, yeah. Let's not so, have any social justice potential here. Oh, really? Excellent. Good. That sounds great. Let's move on. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's move on. Um, okay, there's been a bit of fuss around Star Citizen lately. Always like to check in. I'm ashamed that Adam couldn't be here for this. But um, yeah, for the, there was a report uh, a few weeks ago saying that uh, Star Citizen's FPS module is delayed indefinitely. Why is this? I'm a little confused by this. Hasn't there been footage of this already? What? Why? Uh, it well, it was supposed to be out in April. There's four modules are supposed to be out this year. Uh, right. This is one of them. Squadron Forty Two is their um, is their like more flying mission based stuff. Uh, then there's <sighs> the uh, planet side stuff. And the uh, the updated arena commander, which is going to allow you to fly the multi-crew ships. Right. Uh, so that's all supposed to be out. And at the end of this year, we're supposed to get the persistent universe. So they're running a little behind. They have updated this now. And they there was a news story yesterday which said that um, it's actually only a few weeks away. I guess this is in response to the fuss that's been happening. But there was all this talk of this character called Derek Smart who I think was sort of using their forums as a stage on which to sort of criticise the game whilst promote his own. And uh, so there was a big fuss about the fact that they basically refunded his pledge because they didn't want to be associated with him. They didn't want him on their in their community anymore. And so that's that then led to the uh, community saying, so why c- maybe we could all get uh, refunds. And they're like, whoa! hold on, hold on, we've got, you know, this is a special sort of situation, and, uh, you know, we there was a reason we gave his money back, and they weren't going to set that as a precedent. Um, and I don't think they have to. I don't think the, uh, I don't think there's any reason for them to have to, well, you could argue that maybe might have spent a bit too much money on pl- ships that don't exist and you can't do anything with for years, but <laughs> I don't know. Um yeah, do you think people are entitled to a refund who have kickstarted a game or done crowdfunding thing? <clears throat> um, if the terms of conditions say you won't get a refund, then no. Um, there may be exceptions. I'd quite like my money back for that fucking dinosaur game that never that the developer just gave up on. However, yeah. Kickstarter, my responsibility to realise that was an option and not give my money. Um. It, Kickstarter is very open with 
there are no guarantees here. It may not work at all. You may just waste your money. Um, so it, yeah, it's not like they're hiding anything from you. If you believe somebody will do something and they don't, well, <clears> then <throat> you know next time. I've I'll never never buy a game um, from uh, the I think it's seven 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 or CCP who made um, Battle of Stalingrad because I backed that because they they announced that they were going to do Oculus Rift support, which they've then gone back on after releasing it. Wow! So shit. Not buying your games. Fat, sh- fat, fat showing the pingers. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh in it says in uh the Star Citizen terms and conditions that the uh pledge is un is non refundable. Yeah. So it's up to you if you want to spend four hundred quid on a spaceship that doesn't exist. By all Damn accounts it. this Mr Smart was being a bit of a twant. So Yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know the exact details to be honest. I know that um there was a lot of fuss going on and uh yeah, he ended up getting his uh, pledge refunded. He's the creator of Battle Cruiser 3000 AD, um, which is another space game. So yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, okay. So Jade Raymond, who was uh, working at Ubisoft and was responsible for quite a lot of the Assassin's Creed games, um, she wasn't like the de- designer, but she's a senior producer there. Um, she's now got a job over at EA and she's going to be working with Amy Hennig on the new Star Wars game, which I think is going to kind of, um, kind of, well, there was a, there was a game that, that got cancelled called 1515, wasn't it, Pat, that you were quite, yes, yeah, the sort of kind of, uh, bounty hunter one. Yeah, I think this is going to kind of be a bit like that, um. But yeah, it sounds really, really interesting. It's uh, it's going to be made by Vis- Visceral Games, uh, are working on it, who made Dead Space. Oh, and apparently, and apparently they're pulling in some uh, some people from Bioware to work on it as well. So, looks like they're getting Great. the very best people to work on Star Wars games, mm. which is cool. Yeah, excited uh, to see what they come up with. Definitely. Yeah, Amy Hennig, of course, was the producer on uh, the Uncharted series. Uh, so I reckon we'll probably see a bit of that kind of storytelling be involved with it. Right, so while we're talking about Star Wars, uh, there was some uh, VR-type Star Wars stuff going on, wasn't it? Um, they've made some kind of Tatooine VR experience, right, Pat? Yeah, and like some fucking kind of video. I haven't played it yet, because I just totally forgot <laughs> it. Is it out there? Yeah. I'm watching the... Yeah, it's out now. Oh shit! Um, yeah, there's there's actually a couple. There's 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 one where you kind of um, can reenact uh, various scenes from Star Wars as well. Like there's one that's um, there's one where Luke gets his lightsaber, and so if you've got a Hydra, you can actually like be Luke firing up the lightsaber for the first time with one of these little, little guys. <laughs> what is um, that? And but yeah, this is a Razor Hydra. This is basically oh right. The, the, the best thing you can get hold of at the moment if you're trying to make stuff with um, motion track well that and the delete motion essentially but essentially it's like um, it's a low um, it's a uh, it's a motion tracking device but it's not like a like a wee nunchuck or something like that it's very very precise at least when it's close to the base station anyway but you you, you it essentially gives you hands inside the VR experience 
um, so you can pick up things that are ball around, whatever. But it's really good for lightsabers. It's perfect for lightsabers because it's it's like a hilt shape. Um, and there's there's a, there's already been a couple of demos where you can use a lightsaber, and it feels as cool as you'd imagine it feeling it basically it's the closest thing to actually firing up a real lightsaber because you you feel it in your hand and you see the light where it says yeah it's very very cool um so yeah for some reason i haven't tried this yet and i'm watching the video going this looks amazing why haven't i tried this yet well i reckon you, you want to basically... try it soon before disney like get it taken down or employ everyone that made <laughs> yeah. it or something but, but <laughs> yeah. there's been loads of other star wars ones battle of endor is a Big yeah, one on the DK2 where you're part of uh, the space b- battle above Endor and the Star Destroyers and TIE Fighters and all kinds of shit. Going yeah, on. <clears throat> and there was the mandatory trench run as well. Yeah, there was the Millennium um, Falcon where you could sit in the Falcon and move around it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was great as well. It's one of the um, things that Pat showed me actually. Got me into this sorry mess. <laughs> <laughs> cool, no, it looks yeah, cool. No, cool there's. Yeah, so um, and and there was quite a lot of VR at Comic Con recently as well. Um, a lot of the uh, big uh, movie studios were using it to show their games. I believe there was a there was an actual they actually put out the trailer for well, it's it's kind of like this flying over st- Stormwind teaser thing for the new Warcraft movie, and uh, that was uh, available as a VR experience at the con. Um, and for you at home, if you've got like a cardboard vr or something as well so um i think they were handing those out um did, did yeah. you have you have you looked at it through vr yet have you tried it i haven't no have you in no uh I, what i have uh this isn't comic-con related but it was the last couple of weeks uh justin lynn made a five minute short film that's a spherical movie oh okay it's, it's not VR, so anybody with a mobile phone can use it. But uh, basically, you download the film. It's called Help. Uh, it tells the story of an alien attack in Los Angeles. It's filmed with an, an enormous budget. And basically, you look at the world through your phone. So you hold your phone up, and you look around, and it's like you've got like a, win- a little small window onto the whole thing, thing that's been filmed. Oh, wow. Obviously, from a technical point of view, it, it's just a 360 movie where you've you're moving your head, your phone around instead of moving your head around in VR. But yeah. by Christ, it's amazing. I would thoroughly it's recommend cool. it. Um, it's only five minutes. It's, a, it's I don't remember how big the download is, but it looks really good and it will work on any phone. I'll any put phone-ish. a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it does, it does sort of show you like what, like a really high budget VR video could, could look yes. like. Yes. Like, yeah. Cause yeah. it's the same kind of like, Oh, will you, Oh, this, there's something in the scene that's drawing your attention over yes, it's, 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 it's exactly the same, the same thing, same thing. It, it's a little weird if you're used to VR because I'm used to turning around quickly but you have to then move your phone around to see stuff behind you and that's a little yeah. bit and you, there's stuff to look up at when there's uh, laser beams or something coming out of the sky spoiler um, yeah. you, you have to look up and the headphones fall off and stuff So, uh, but uh, as an insight as to what I think we're going to see a lot more of, it's really, really, really well done. Mm. Well, um, getting us back to Comic Con, um, did Sorry. you see any of the uh, Conan O'Brien uh, stuff? Because he was doing his show there, and uh, he did all of it in uh, 360 VR 
so he was he was uh, they were streaming it on YouTube at 4K, uh, and you could like use little arrows in the corner if you're a if you're a meat spacer like me and just look around at all the different people that he had and be able to like turn around and see the uh, the crowd. It was like you were on stage uh, with the cast of Game of Thrones or you know <laughs> whoever he had up there. Um, so I thought I thought that that was just really awesome. The fact that um, the fact that he could be bothered to do that uh, and and say so I, I I think it was AT and T who bothered to do that, but you know it was pretty yeah. it was pretty cool uh, to you know add that extra edge to it. Um, hmm. I didn't see it. It's, it's all um, up on it, YouTube it, if you want to check it out. So. It, it does. I am seeing more and more of that where it's people are really using kind of Google Cardboard in particular as like a like a promotional uh, device that like you know Google Cardboard is obviously ridiculously cheap so it's actually quite easy to give out sort of hundreds or thousands of these things with with a, you know a short tailored experience or whatever and, and brand them that's one of the and key things you can easily well, so easy yeah. it's so easy um, so yeah it's uh, I, I mean I've been saying this for ages I think that's that's going to drive the real mainstream kind of adoption more than gaming is, is when there's when there's kind of VR film and TV experiences which obviously you can't access any other way then then you're going to you know you're going to get people in their offices going oh did you see that you know Attenborough documentary last night in VR and no one's going to want to miss that that's going to be the thing that you know the normal household is going to go oh yeah let's let's get on board with this and I think it's going to be a few years down the line but I think that's where do you start to see massive adoption do you I think I'm becoming a snob about VR and I don't object to 360 videos being marketed Mm. as VR but Mm. VR for me is being able to sit your head forward and look down at your legs or look over things and um, how do you do? You think three sixty videos are a good thing for VR to put it in the marketplace? Not at the or? moment. Not at the moment. No. Okay. Well, I don't think they're a bad thing as such, but they are. Is like you say, they're not VR as but, such. But there are some really shitty movie tie-in ones. I don't know if you've seen the Jurassic mm. World one, but it wow, it's dreadful. The Pacific Rim one was a bit potato as well. Right. It was compression artifacts the size of. I think because I'm more of more of VR purist than that. I don't want that to be people's experience of VR. Oh, yeah. I'm just sitting looking at a dinosaur looking at me. Oh, it's a bit rubbish, really. Yeah. Why is everybody raving yeah. about it? It's not a great yeah. thing for VR. Um, no. And I wish Justin Lin had more money to do more stuff. <laughs> but I mean, have you? I mean, have you seen some of the very high resolution? I'm sure you have the very high resolution stuff where it's it's like a static photograph and it's very high resolution yeah. and yeah. it looks really really well. Yeah. Those those feel really great. Those those you know those feel a lot sharper and a lot more real and there's a lot more kind of presence to those than these kind of slightly more grainy videos yeah, that are a bit blurry is, and stuff. Especially if if you're on mobile VR, as soon as you move your head, then it all starts going a bit squiffy. Yeah. If you if you do head on a stick and just look around a bit, that's fine. Mm. But when you start tilting or shifting and expecting to see around, if there's a, a a wall and you tilt your head and you want to see around it, that just doesn't happen. So mm. that always pulls me out of what I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, 
I like standing things and knowing that it's going over my head. But if I look up and and you get that weird stretch because I haven't done the because it hasn't been connected properly, that Mm. really takes me out of it. Yeah, I appreciate I'm not the target audience. So yeah, and to be fair, I mean, in the first year, it is going to be gamers. You know, they are going to be the ones that buy it. so I don't think it's so much of a problem, but yeah, like I don't think it's but, it's not it's not that that isn't as ready as gaming is at the moment. No, but if I, that makes sense. But I think a lot of Google cardboards will be given out with branded shit yep. on them and marketed as VR, and it would be. Hmm. And I I hope they do that really well because it would be shit. Yeah, for I, VR. I, I, I know. For, I know what for, you're for, saying, for yeah. proper VR, he said snobbily, for proper VR to uh, suffer as a result of that. I think it's going to, yeah, the problem is you're going to, people are going to read these reviews of like Rift games or Vive games and, and then, then they go, they expect the same experience from a Google Cardboard. I suppose there are people that are going to make that mistake. But when, when you, especially like the last couple of weeks reading people's reactions to trying the, the Vive demos, like one of them was just like, uh, I tried the Vive demo and, it's, and life is not going to be the same again. It's just like yeah. you read stuff like that on a review. I think I think hopefully that's going to be what people pay more attention to than I, I saw a crappy dinosaur for five yeah. minutes and it looked at me. Um, but yeah, like, but I, look, I just yeah, I just noticed there was more and more of it coming out. There's a, a lot of those kind of cardboard marketing things coming out. But I don't think it's a bad thing. No. Um, on the uh, flip side, uh, at least uh, we've got a lot of exclusive Rift games in development. Uh, like over two dozen, apparently, from hmm. the sound of it. Uh, and it caused a shitstorm of controversy as well. Really? Why? Oh, absolutely, yeah. All over Reddit. Um, <laughs> Reddit controversy? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, um, lots and lots of people objected to the fact that they are Rift exclusive games. Um, that they aren't going to be necessarily released on the HDC headset um, either at the same time or possibly even at all. Uh, so lots of people complaining about that, as people do. Um, but um, Oculus you know, kind of responded and said... To be fair, most of these things were funded before we even knew that Valve were going to release a headset. You know, remember when Valve first showed off the prototype, they said that it was what VR was going to be in five years' time. Um, now they're doing it in the next couple of months. Yeah, because they have to. Because well, yeah, because they want they want to get out sorry, there first. Obviously, does that mean that the the stuff that's coming out on the Vive is going to be available on the Rift? Some of it is. Um, well, I, th- I think Job Simulator is going to be on the Rift as well. Right. But I, I, the, the the point is, people were annoyed that there's going to be like these two dozen games on the on the Rift that they might not have access to on the headset that maybe they prefer because they think you know they 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 want to go with the Steam version. Um, Jesus. But, I mean, yeah, I I don't like I don't like exclusives because as as far as I'm concerned, like an exclusive. All it really is 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 a platform holding a, a, a title prisoner hostage um, in order to 
bring people over to the hardware but I understand that you know that's that's the way that everyone does it that's how the way Sony does it and, X, X, and, and Microsoft do it <laughs> yeah, they are if, still a business and, and, and it's like and, a platform and if they want this platform to succeed they need to invest in it and yeah. these, these games are going to get money from uh, Oculus so I, I think that's kind of fair enough that they're like well oh, yeah, Oculus are paying them to make exclusives yeah Maybe, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a lot of these studios wouldn't take the gamble otherwise. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, like Insomniac exactly what... making that Edge of Nowhere game. You know that that looks like Uncharted. You know, it looks like they've spent a significant amount of money making that. And uh, yeah, of course, it's not going to exist unless they stump up some money and make it happen. Exactly. And, and Valve have every ability to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, they, they probably sure won't because that's not their methodology. Uh, but the if, they want their, if they want their hardware to succeed and not just be a curiosity, then maybe they do need to stump up some cash and make it happen. And who's to mm. say that these games won't become, uh, won't lose their exclusivity after a period of time? Yeah, it might be for night, like mm. Tomb Raider or something, yeah. you know, where yeah. it's just if you want it first, you need to get it on Oculus. But that is quite a lot of games. Yeah, that's a um, lot. But, you know, they might not all be AAA. You know, maybe no. six of them are, 18 of them aren't. But regardless, I, yeah, it's still... I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be surprised if it's even even that many, to be I'd, honest. Well, it depends It depends how you define AAA. Yeah, I'm not really sure AAA it's, works for VR. Well, no, yeah. it says they're only spending about $10 million. Yeah, so but... none of it's AAA. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, base. I don't really think that's so much of a big deal anymore in terms of the like the quality of content that, that small teams can can build. I mean, like, you guys have played um, Techno last, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Which looks even more amazing now than it than it did like back in the DK one days. That's basically one dude. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks amazing, um, but it, it I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm not one. I'm, I moan all the time about games being long, but um, it looks like a great game. But I don't know, like, how much game is there, sort of thing. There's a lot of game there. I mean, you played the very first demo, didn't you? Which was yeah, I the first like yeah. introduction scene. Yeah, there's loads of loads of cool stuff in there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a different paradigm, isn't it? You don't need games that last hours and hours. Um, no, and like something like. A, I've found with, with with working on VR stuff is like literally everything from the first five seconds of, of working on it is experiential, like at least 50% experiential. Um, it doesn't matter if you're making Space Invaders, doesn't matter what you're making, like the fact that you put a skybox in there and a couple of objects, you, you, all, you already make it something that you feel. Um, and you have to think about things in a different way when you're designing like that. It's not necessarily about shoehorning huge amounts of detail everywhere so that so that um, players just have things to look at. It's it's about kind of guiding people through an environment and basically leading them, allowing people to kind of put themselves in the, in that environment. And that's it's, it's a different way of designing, is what is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, talking about putting yourself inside the game um oculus have also bought up a new company uh that deals with hand sensing technology yeah um called uh they're called pebbles interfaces and they're an israeli company and they use cameras and sensors to generate a 3d model of your hands uh for use within a vr interface so this is and the most important thing is that it's apparently 
like zero latency, which is, if that's true, that's amazing. That's right? impressive. Um, incredibly useful for, for VR stuff. Um, so yeah, that's that's really 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 cool. Um, I I I'd be very surprised if there's anything to do with the first consumer rift. I, I'd imagine this is something for CV two. Um, yeah, of course. Because of how late in the day it is, but yeah, I mean, I wonder if they've, <laughs> I wonder if they've almost bought them to sort of make them not do anything in a way because they've got their they've or, developed or to this make, new thing. Make sure no one else buys them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I wonder if I mean. They're, they're going to have to figure out a way of incorporating this with their sort of funky <coughs> Maybe the Oculus funky Touch, uses, touch stuff. uses this already and they just wanted to buy the company because why not? It certainly, it certainly sort of shows it's like a sort of statement of intent if nothing else. It's like, we're doing this we've, we've yeah. got it covered you know, or we're interested in this. Yeah. There's something they've got that they want or something like Maybe. Well, it, it's very different to the, the touch controls. The touch controls, they're, they're, they're a bit like the way in which the Hydra is, is representing the world in that you're going to be, you're going to have a virtual hand there and it's probably not going to be doing what your actual hand is doing exactly because you're often going to be holding these triggers. But you've got Sometimes the haptic you might, might feedback be waving though. and stuff like that. You've got the haptic feedback though and I don't think this stuff has any kind of feedback. It's like connection. Oh no, of course it just... doesn't. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's from, but I mean, what I mean is this is like a, very very accurate tracking of your hands it's, yeah. it's basically it's basically the thing that everyone looks out for the first time they try vr which is like oh where are my hands yeah. it's basically the thing that fixes that problem yeah and like i've done stuff with um leap motion where like um basically just you you mount a leap motion um onto your uh rift and then it tracks your hands Okay. Um, and it looks like the, the the video you've seen there. The lead motion doesn't have as 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 wide a, a tracking space, and um, but you can actually run a a kind of like an AR mode where it, it it's it's like you see um, it's it's basically like looking like a looking at video footage of your hands. It right. looks ex- you you look down at your hand and you see your hand exactly as it is, and it's that's going to be big like that's definitely going to be a part of vr design um because it it just feels so natural and it feels it it brings you into that into that experience and yeah like it's it's going to be a big thing definitely but i don't think it'll be i don't think it'll be the first consumer if i think this is a bit further down the line yeah um something else that's quite far down the line uh is a sequel to the last of us whether you think that's a good idea or not apparently nolan north let it slip while he was at some uh, conference a few weeks back. Um, apparently, it's no secret that they're working on it, but um, it's kind of on hold at the moment while they're finishing Uncharted 4. Um, are you guys interested in a sequel to The Last of Us? Do you think it's necessary? See, th- this is the thing. Like, that was an incredible game. Like, I've got nothing bad to say about that game, but I'm just not excited about playing games a second time. I, I don't care about... I, I don't care about another of the same thing, that, and that's that's kind of I've been like that for for a while now, really. Um, what made it, it, it's like what makes a game stand out and be amazing is it, 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 something that you often shouldn't do again. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, it, it's like for, for me, like the Assassin's Creed franchise made that mistake. Because oh, the thing, yeah, the thing that made a. yeah, the thing that <laughs> the thing that made that appealing for me didn't transfer into the, the 
the the the the the, uh, the later episodes. Like to me, like the 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 free running and the combat and stuff like that. They were really just kind of like a vehicle for this awesome awesome mythology, and that was the thing that kind of drew me into it because it to me that was totally unique. No one had done a game with that weird that weird mythology before and so that that was what made me go this is you know this is what me sit back and think this is this is amazing when they just copied the bits that were functional without the kind of magic i just lost interest and last of us had magic in it and i don't know how you're going to bottle that and and, and replicate it maybe they will maybe they, they'll try i'm interested to see what the sequel's like i have i absolutely share pat's concerns I think Elite Dangerous has the same problem for me because the original Elite, I spent a ton of time on the BBC, a ton of time on the Spectrum, um, and these are previous generation computers, young listener. Um, <laughs> and I just I don't want to put the time in to do Elite like I did it previously, where I probably put hundreds of hours in when I should have been rising at lunchtime at school and shit. Um, and then I had yeah. no responsibilities when I played it on the Spectrum, so I just played that for hours and hours and hours. Uh, the only people I know who've had the time to put, or that kind of time to put into Elite Dangerous, aren't really gamers anymore. Like they don't, they're not interested in any other games really, and they're just playing that. So yeah, yeah I think that's the only way I could do it. Hey, uh, let's see. I mean. Uh, I liked I liked the world for Last of Us. Um, be interesting, Unchart- interesting Unchart- to see how it goes. Uncharted Two was a better game than Uncharted One, arguably. But mm. yeah, Three I know I know what you. I totally understand what you're saying, Pat. I mean, The Witcher Three arguably is more of The Witcher Two, which um, was more but, of The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, but it's they the the strides they have made. Uh, in between games has been massive. I, I, I totally, totally get your argument with Assassin's Creed because it's an annualised franchise. And at the end of that, all the only thing that was different from episode to episode or iteration to iteration was the historical period. And so that was the bit that I ended up focusing on each time was, oh, cool. I didn't actually know about all this stuff. Like, I really... That was the one thing I actually liked about Assassin's Creed 3, which is apparently one of the weaker games overall. I actually quite liked it because I didn't know that much about the War of Independence. So, but there's a Wikipedia there page that you could read in five minutes instead of spending fifty <laughs> quid on a game. That I, I quite yeah, like free as well. Graphics card. Yeah, I quite, as, yeah, I quite like yeah. free as well. Um, but yeah, well, but by the think, time I got I to think, it, they'd fixed it quite a bit as well. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry, but I, think, I just think last. I just think Last of Us was just so beautifully done, and it, it totally wrapped up the story that it drew, and. Like it was such a complete thing, and w- which makes me think like there's no reason to make another one. The the only reason to make another one is to make money. Like, yeah, like, it, it doesn't that's... it doesn't need to exist. Do you know what I mean? Just make another game. Just make a different I, game. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be eating these words in uh, well yeah maybe but, years time when this game comes out it's amazing. Uh, it's like, a few yeah, I was wrong. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> On a related note and. And it just makes me think, well, hold on. Uh, there was a trailer for the the new version of Point Break movie released some weeks ago or a couple of months ago. 
And yeah. of course the internet was outraged. How dare they remake Point Break, which is obviously one of the best films that was ever, ever made. And it's just, it's travesty and everybody who's involved should be lined up and shot. My wife and I watched the original Point Break this week. Wow. Hasn't aged very well at all. Yeah. So my point is, do we look at these things with rose-tinted glasses and as good as they were at the time, were they actually as good as we think they are? Or are we just caught up in the love that was around at the time see with point break your example there though what you're talking about is kind of a remake of of something for a new generation with different expectations yeah i think it's still i think the last of us is still very recent but but pat's Pat's argument there was the same as everybody for point break it's been done leave it alone while you're doing it again, like the Psycho movie and the fucking Spider-Man movies we get every three months. <laughs> Just <laughs> give it a bit of time or move it on. And I think it's yeah. a valid concern because I don't want The Last of Us to be diluted, but that's not my call. I'm involved in that as a consumer. If the next one is there and I want to buy it, it's my choice to buy it or not. It doesn't mean they shouldn't be able able to play the next one but I share the concerns that diluting the magic that was The Last of Us would be a shame in my opinion but they're running a business Mm. they have to throw out the same shit every time or it might be a new one with a new character different world an older Ellie who knows yeah it's not that it would ruin the first one for me I just think like it's the uniqueness of the first one is exactly why you shouldn't make a second yeah and I agree that it's, it's lazy it's lazy business they're looking for this this spark. Like, we'll have Dishonored 7 eventually, and everybody will go, it's been the same game for the last six iterations, why are we still paying money for this? I, I hope yeah. we don't. I hope they stop and move on to something else. But with such a lack of IP for uh, property that can be rehashed every year and thrown out, I, I don't want The Last of Us to become that, because it was too good. No. It was too good. We'll see. I'm looking forward to the new Point Break movie, having seen the old one, though. I think the new one's going to be much better. Uh, <clears throat> Watch the old yeah. one before you go, uh, it's, it's not good. Really not good. I know. I, I think <laughs> I had a similar discussion when they remade Total Recall. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's only you have this memory of everybody saying, oh, it was an amazing film. When you were 19 years old and full of testosterone, it was an awesome film. Now it's... Yeah. It's. I'd rather watch an Australian surfer punching a shark, to be honest. Ah, oh, but Swayze, rest in peace. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we, we did watch it off the back of watching Ghost the week before, which I hadn't seen. Which, oh, that wow. was a good film. I quite enjoyed that. I saw that at the cinema. Did you? <laughs> yeah, when I was twelve. Was it? Was it on a date? <laughs> uh, it was kind of a date. Yeah. Was there it was kind like of a date? Because bu- you didn't get any. It action. was a bit of a like grease sort of. Loads of guys and a bunch of girls, sort of. Cool, excellent. Yeah, dancing in the streets. Grease. I don't know. I can't remember it. (laughs) Probably, maybe. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in a lesser developer's hands, I would be worried, but I, I do have a lot of faith in Naughty Dog. So, yeah. Anyway, um, more Sony stuff. Uh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter, I believe, recently came out on PS4, and they've remade it in the Unreal and. Unreal Engine 4. Um, apparently we're getting this on PC as well soon, and it's going to be optimised for VR. Was it UE3 before then? 
Yeah. Yes, it was. Jesus. It's ridiculous. That game's going to get even prettier. I do think Arkham Knight is UE3. <laughs> I'm joke. fairly sure Arkham Knight is UE3. I wouldn't be surprised. Really? It yeah. probably was in development for a while. But, but that so. would explain why there's so much going on. Because it's like they've got a really old engine. and Like they did with uh, some of the Call of Duty stuff. There was definitely a point with the Call of Duty... Quake 2 modified engine that where it just it reached a critical mass and then they could just do hundreds of characters moving around and it was Christ some of the battles running up hills with hundreds of or lots of soldiers either side of you Christ that yeah that really blew me away <laughs> I miss those times <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently it was made in a Unreal Engine 3 it's yeah. a modified it's heavily, version yeah, heavily modified but yeah yeah yeah, I can't wait to play that game again, but I'm just, just waiting to do it in VR. It's, I've had a flash of what it's going to like, because I've used the new Sorry, which, and it which looks... Ethan Carter? Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it, it, it didn't run particularly well with the injector, but it looks amazing. And it's, yeah, I can't wait to play that one again. Such a good game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll probably give it another go in VR, actually. That might be, like, the first thing I try. Um, sure. Although, yeah, maybe not the stuff... Underground. I'd probably give it a little dangerous yeah. to go first, mate, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's that's running a lot better now, I noticed, actually, playing the other day. Were you playing oh, it with 0.6? Yes. Fuck's sake. Come on, Windows 10. I just got an email about that, actually, saying that I've reserved it. What do I do next? It's this month, isn't it? Next next Wednesday. Oh, is it? The 29th. Ooh. So Ooh. It's the 29th of July, yeah. three weeks ago. <laughs> I, I don't know which way well, Windows yeah, 10 I is no awesome. idea when this is going well Windows 10 is shit there you go <laughs> delete as appropriate <laughs> um, something I probably won't be playing in VR though I'll probably end up playing it on my phone maybe is uh, they, they've announced a new Beam Dog who are responsible for uh, the remakes of the Baldur's Gate games have announced a new Baldur's Gate that's going to be set in between 1 and 2 uh, called the Siege of Dragon Spear, and this is them really, literally taking the ball by the horns and uh, creating more content for this ancient, ancient game. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's happening. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously, though, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you guys have no opinion on that, really. <laughs> I, I, no, I, 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 no. I did play Baldur's Gate, I think. Yes, I did play Baldur's Gate like, back <clears> in the day, but yeah. I got it for my phone at Christmas when I I got a iTunes voucher, so I was like, I'm never going to buy it otherwise. So I spent like eight quid on it, and I still haven't fucking played it yet. <laughs> it's just the idea of playing a game like that on my phone. It's like it's going to take me like five years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, uh, there's a horror game coming out that uses echolocation, right, Pat? Called uh, Perception. Yeah. What's this? Yeah, all about? this looks really cool. So you, you play like a blind girl and it's uh, a bit like a horror oh, version of Gone Home. You, you're basically exploring this this old mansion or something. And, and basically as she walks through, like the sound of her footsteps will kind of highlight geometry and, 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 and objects in, in the building. So they become visible to you as you make noise or as they make noise. So like uh, at one point, like a, a pipe uh, bursts. And so that becomes like constantly visible because it's constantly making noise, but normally it's like, as you walk around, that will kind of unlock your vision of the, of the environment around you. It looks, yeah, it looks very cool. So it's like, look a, like, 
It looks okay. like a sort of first-person horror version of what we were talking about the other week, that Beyond Eyes game. It's kind of yes, where it sort of fills right. in the details right. around you. Yeah. Have, have you guys seen... It's like um, Detective Mode in Batman, by the looks of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is and, a, and that works. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. Um, so have you seen? Have you guys seen um, Alison Road? Yes. Oh, I'm excited for Jesus that. Oh, Christ. is that the one you posted the other week? Yeah. The the PT oh clone. Oh my god. And I believe I replied. It looks original enough to not be a PT clone. Really. I replied in yeah. capitals. I am not ever playing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just so. It looks amazing though. It basically the idea was that the guy was really inspired by the PT demo. Uh, I think it's about six people working on it, but the 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 main guy he he just started modelling his flat or his house, sorry, um, and so it's got loads of photogrammetry in it. Amazing lighting! It is simply the most realistic thing I've ever seen, <laughs> ever. Yeah, it and does it look like incredible. someone's someone's house. Yeah. Yeah, it looks the, the the main characters have got an American accent, but it looks like a like an English. Like a uh, like a terraced house, yeah. like maybe like a Victorian yeah. terraced house. Or something. It looks like yeah, it's Pacific, somewhere you've which, been before. Like it's, which makes it even more per- personally horrible yeah. because I've yeah. been in houses it like that. It reminded me of Pacific Heights. I don't know if you remember that film with Michael Keaton as a crazy man living in a house. Yes, yeah. yes, <clears throat> yeah. Really, really creepy vibe. Um, just horrible supernatural stuff going on. But yeah, that looks. That's brilliant. But yeah, as Rob said, that looks like it's going to be traumatically. <laughs> yeah, horrific. I was watching it at work on my lunch and just thinking, oh God, I'm going to like scream out loud in the office in a minute. Um, and I, and I, I managed I actually to not like, do had that. To, but better like, better I, start masturbating furiously. <laughs> yeah. I, the first time I Happy watched thoughts. the video, my mouth, my hand was over my mouth by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, I was and like, I this that even like, the second and third time as oh well. Oh God. Like, it's so Something scary. horrible is going to happen. And that's going to be in VR. Yeah. Oh, well, f- speaking of... But yeah, it's, it looks cool, though. It looks looks very, very cool. And like that, like that's exciting, because there's, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to look that real, and some of them won't make you shit yourself. So that's 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 good good news. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of unpleasant things, let's end this with a fart. And basically, uh, Dead Island 2 uh, has lost its developer. Uh, Deep Silver has basically parted ways with Jaeger who were working on the sequel to the zombie uh, co-op shooter beat-em-up type thing. Um, And yeah, so they've said, yeah, um, with Dead Island 2, Deep Deep Silver has always been dedicated to delivering the sequel that Dead Island fans deserve. After careful consideration, today we announced the decision to part ways with development partner Jaeger. Um, And... Yeah, I think Jaeger have responded and said like their vision didn't meet up with theirs with the publishers or something. But yeah, doesn't look like we're going to be getting Dead Island Two anytime soon. Is the is the kind of upshot of it. Um, meanwhile, the original creators of Dead Island gave us Dying Light earlier in the year, Excellent which game. which you enjoyed, didn't you? Ian? Yep, um, I highly recommend that. Yeah, so yeah, I still need to get that one again. <clears throat> Yeah, I just thought it, it wasn't a game I, 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 I would have liked to have played Dead Island more, but um, I never I, got I around to it. I was absolutely in love with that game, like for the first pff, ten hours, and then I got just pretty bored of it by the end of it. Dead Island it was just too the first much. Dead yeah, Island. Yeah, it was absolutely a oh 
Oh, this uh, is going to be it then. It, okay, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was, it was. You know, it was a bit of a gem. It was very different. The whole idea of horrible, bloody horror stuff happening in like this beautiful, sunny location that was awesome. The the crafting of the weapons that was really yeah, cool and very, very, was good very as well. funny. Was yeah, fun. it was, and and yeah, it was great. But it, I, if you if you can't even keep me interested for the entire generation of film, don't make. But, but, sorry, the entire duration of game don't make sequels. Like, yeah, the, it's it's not a formula that needs to be repeated again. Yeah. I don't think. I think the idea behind Dead Island Two that they were making was that it was all about sort of escape LA, um, right? Which would have done really well on the back of the new Walking Dead show that's coming out, which is yes. essentially the same thing. Um, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, that'll probably get its own game as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bit of a shame, I guess, if you were looking forward to Dead Island, but I guess just play Dying Light instead. Yep. You get parkour <laughs> uh, as well. Woohoo! Yeah, and I'm sure there's, like, other zombie stuff. I'm sure there's more Walking Dead coming out as well. I'm fairly sure there's a uh, number of zombie games on the market if you really want a zombie game. Yeah. You don't have to look far from no. do you? No. Oh, well, that's all the news we have. I think for this show um, anything else before I wrap it up or shall I do the deal wrap it up and post the bitch cool okay uh, this has been the not playing podcast in partnership with notlisting.co.uk you can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at notplayingpod you can find the show notes for this show at notlisting.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes then please do give us a review uh, music by Miracle of Sound and that's all for now thanks for listening see ya Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe! I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The prices, so low. Lighting, unexpected. Rugs, handcrafted. Wall art, eclectic. I go back like every week. <gasps> no, it's always different. New unique decor, same great savings. Every time you go. Field trip! HomeSense. Standout pieces, outstanding prices.